Hello, and welcome to the Real Estate Marketing Power Hour with Pam. I hope everyone's doing well. I know that we've got some uh, inventory shortages, and so today we're actually going to talk about how do you get or compel homeowners to sell their homes? That's a good question, right? Because uh, I'm hearing it from everyone. So what we're going to do is we're going to start off with some basics and hey Hal, hey Jerry, um, and we're going to kind of drill down on how you can apply those basics to your specific businesses, okay? So just as a reminder, um, this is episode 70, which means that there's 69 other videos. Good morning, John. And um, this is recorded so that you can go um, onto this page, the, the SOS Inc. marketing page at facebook.com forward slash power words power profit. And you will find this under the videos tab. Okay. Um, other easy ways to get a hold of the recording, which is audio only in this case, is SoundCloud and iTunes. Um, just search for Power Words under the iTunes store under podcasts. And you will um, be able to listen to me while you drive, but you won't get to see all of the cool examples that I give uh, vi visually. So it really depends. Uh, the key here is, is to be able to go back and listen. So watch the first time and then listen again, because ultimately you have a lot on your minds and it's really hard for, hey, Jean, um, in, it's really hard for people to, um, to, to keep up, right, and to remember all the things that you need to remember. So ultimately, that's what I'm here for every week is to make sure that you stay on task. That's what a coach does. So let's get started. Um, back in episode 69, we talked about how do you stand out, and the reason what drove that topic was the previous, so episode 68, we talked about self-service brokerages like homie.com, and their billboards are everywhere here in Phoenix. Good morning, Tom. Uh, and then on top of that are the, um, the cash buyers, what the industry in general is calling an iBuyer as an internet buyer. And they basically have no conversation with you, but they do evaluate your home based on what technical inform or information, digital information is available about it. And um, they do kind of have an appraiser come out, but that's pretty much it. And so they're going to buy the home for cash. So what we were talking about is what's the upside of a model like that? Well, if it's a home that um, is less than desirable, I think that's the polite way to say it, um, then think about this. I just want to remind you of this from last week is that you can run a report on who purchased a home, right? So you may do homes in the, um, you know, below, like in Phoenix, um, even below $250,000. And you look at who, what brokerages purchased them or who, who purchased them. In this case, it would be Open Door. So you look for or offer pad or knock or whoever's in your particular market. And you know, at least from what the stats are showing us, you know, public information, that Open Door is going to flip that house in 30 days and OfferPad will flip it within 45. So now what you do is you line up your buyers and then you get paid 3% by Open Door. Now, do they have agents? Yes, they do. Would they like to keep that conversation uh, within their walls? Um, probably, sure. 
But the point is, is that there's opportunity here. Good morning, Stephanie. Um, there's, there's opportunity here if you're on the buyer's side or you have difficulty with a buyer trying to find a home, right? Because in Phoenix, there's so few, you know, the inventory is so low. And I know that's true also in Seattle and in the Boston area. I'm not sure about other locations. But, you know, the bottom line here is, is if you have a buyer who needs a house and they need it quickly, they're going to get frustrated with you. However, if you can pay attention to this opportunity, you still get your 3% and you found a home in a desirable neighborhood that has been fixed up, uh, which is the other bonus, right? <laughs> is that the home has been put into a, a shape that your home, your buyer will want. So there's an upside to, to this whole model. Um, you know, the other thing that's um, interesting, slightly disturbing, actually, is that um, I heard a, st a statistic um, this past week where they're seeing, this is a lender, um, was seeing 50% of the open houses in Phoenix were hosted by Open Door, held by Open Door. So that's really interesting. That means that um, they really are getting aggressive in the locations that they're in and they are expanding. So if they're the ones selling, then, you know, you've, you've got to take that into account. You're still going to get, you know, your 3%, but um, look for those homes before they get to their open house stage uh, so that you can make sure that you make have a happy buyer and uh, you're the first one to make a, uh, a bid on the house, right? Okay, so let's start talking about other ways to get listings. So, um, you know, in, the, in particular, I'm interested in your next five. I bet you are too. Uh, <laughs> so think about this. Homes come up for sale. If, if the homeowner doesn't select you or doesn't know about you, another agent's gonna get the business. And I've heard from many of my power agents, I'm so frustrated that this guy in the neighborhood is getting all the, the listings and I'm not getting any. And I said, well, how much are you investing in marketing? You know, what are you doing to increase your visibility and keep it consistent? So one of the things that uh, I'm getting a lot of emails from the marketing experts on is consistency. I was just listening to an episode of Perpetual Traffic and they were talking about Facebook ads. And what we typically tend to do with things like Facebook ads is we'll run an ad for five days. It'll probably be about an open house and then we don't, then everything's quiet. You know, once, and then if we have another open house, we'll do another five days. But your brand's not out there all the time. Your handsome or beautiful face needs to be uh, available and visible all the time. Because then they're like, oh, there's that real estate person or there's that person with the, the uh, real estate quick, quick tip, one minute quick tip, you know, or there's the real estate agent with all the, the helpful information about home improvements or how to select a resource for, um, you know, maintaining your home or, you know, what, what's the value behind a home warranty, um, you know, all sorts of different tips, but they need to, you need to refresh the information, but at the very least, you need to have some sort of a video or uh, ad running all the time. And it doesn't have to be an expensive ad, you know, $5 a day, but that means that you do have to set aside a minimum of $150, so 30 days times five, I did that math in my head, um, is that um, you, you have to set aside that budget. So 
where I'd actually like to start this conversation is not where you would expect. I want to start it with the first module in Power Words, Power Profit that talks about, this is the worksheet that highlights what it is that, that you need to do in your business. And you can do this at any point in time in the year. It really doesn't matter. Um, but what it does is it has contracts written. You know, it says client type, so buyers and sellers, how many you need, contracts written, contracts closed. So it's a great one-sheet way to um, keep track training, education, classes. So this is your world on a single sheet of paper. So what I want you to think about, because this is about really understanding where your business is headed. So many people that I, uh, agents that I know are saying, well, I just need to get another listing. Well, no. <laughs> if we're in April, almost, um, then you probably have had at least, hopefully, three listings. And if your target from here is, good morning, Judy, um, if, you're, um, if your target is... Uh, 12 on here, how are you doing so far? So far, so good. You're on track for one per month. So what I want you to do, and you can do this right now while I'm you know, talking to you, um, is I want you to think about the number of listings you absolutely need in a 12-month period. I don't, you know, start now and then when we talk next April 1st, you can tell me, um, you know, how you did. But what do you, in the next 12 months, how many listings do you want to have or want? Okay, so, so um, let's look at financially. So let's go with need. So how many do you need, including your marketing budget? So if you need, se you think you need seven, you need eight. Because ultimately, top producers spend $2,500 a month on their marketing. Think about that. So... At the very least, you need to be setting aside probably $400, maybe $500 a month, so $6,000 total for the year, which is about a commission check, depending on where you live. So you need to be setting that aside. If you have extra money, fantastic, and in your marketing fund, but that, 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 needs, that money needs to be set aside 10% of each check that you get, commission check, 10% should go into your marketing fund. And that shouldn't be touchable. You can't leverage it. It's not your savings. It's your marketing budget. Because marketing is what's going to get you to the next uh, transaction. If you stop marketing and you do one of these where you've got that roller coaster thing going on, where you get busy, you stop marketing, you stop doing videos, you stop doing emails, and then as you slow down, as you close, now you have no marketing. You have to build it up again. Now you're sitting at this valley going, oh my gosh, you know, I'm panicked. I don't have any business. And it's because you stopped marketing. So consistency is critical to you getting those next five listings. Because if you disappear while you're busy, um, then, then people won't know about you and they'll hire someone else, whoever is marketing at that time. Okay. So hopefully that makes sense. So right now, so let's say that you're um, you want to have three numbers in your head. And I, you know, if you have a whiteboard or, um, you know, a, a sticky note, something that you're going to see on a regular basis, a bulletin board where you can, you know, pin something, I want you to pick out three numbers. One is what you need. Remember to add that extra transaction for marketing. What you need, what's optimal. In other words, you know, and, you know, this is, this would be good. This would be fine. So an optimal number. 
and then a stretch goal, a, you know, an absolute, wow, this would be awesome if I got that. Um, so, so for instance, if you said, I absolutely need seven listings because I'm assuming that I'll also get seven buyers, that's 14 transactions. Um, your optimum goal might be 12. In other words, that seems reasonable. That's more likely, but you know that your lowest number is seven. Your, your, your middle number, what you think is gonna, is, is doable, is 12, and your stretch goal might be 16. And this is listings only, not transactions total. Okay, so pick your number and make sure that, I mean, one listing per month is totally realistic. So um, let's start talking about where you're at, but go into um, the first module called Getting Your Real Estate Act Together. Um, I changed the name uh, and and download this worksheet and fill it out or uh, and fill it out in this is an Excel um, or you can just um, zero out the values or create your own version of it if you'd like. So that's that. Now there's two situations that you're most likely in right now. You're it's it's you know end of March beginning of April. You could very well be like most people here in Phoenix. And John, you're probably uh, encountering this as well. And Tom is here. Um, is this is our high season? In other words, all the snowbirds are here. They're contemplating moving here full time or buying a second home because they've rented a second home for five years, and they're like, "Geez, we're just throwing money away. Why don't we just buy something?" So um, you're either crazy busy right now, or you're twiddling your thumbs and wondering where is your next transaction? Where are the listings? You know, what, where, why aren't people selling their homes? And part of that, uh, issue of not having enough sellers is that there, there are competitors in some markets like Opendoor or Homey.com where sellers, homeowners are actually going to an alternative. Now, that is not a rampant trend quite yet, but it is a freight train coming this way. So uh, it's not going to go away. Remember um, Blockbuster and never thought that Netflix would take over, right? Because they figured, well, everybody wants to come and, and you know, look at a video and read it and buy some popcorn. And it's like nothing was was less desirable in my mind. Um, and and then you look at, you know, other brands, you know, Walmart suffering because of Amazon, um, you know, Sears and JCPenney's, who knows how long they're going to be around because of Amazon. So, you know, when you think about these types of, of um, competitors, the digital world and how we function is critical to your success. Um, you've been lucky that you've had a stable industry for so long, but both um, you as agents and uh, lenders, mortgage companies, have to now switch. You have to integrate your digital marketing strategy. So we're going to talk a lot about that and, and how that model can possibly fit into what you're doing today. So um, let's, let's as, as I said, go back to the basics a little bit. So this is, uh, this applies to any industry. This is a funnel. See how it starts really broad and then gets narrower and then there's clients down here and then there's all that money. Um, well, that's what we want to put in your bank account. So across the top are all the different ways that you can get leads. There's Facebook ads, there's a website, there's emails, there's referrals. Um, did I miss anything? Postcards and flyers, promo sheets, not flyers, uh, and networking. All right. So to me, networking is leaving the house. 
That's my technical definition, which means that you're going to take your laptop and you're going to go hang out at a coffee shop or a, uh, at a bar, meaning at the bar at a restaurant, you know, not a sports bar necessarily, unless you're going to bring your laptop with you. Um, I know that some people have thrown up the obstacle of, well, what if I have to go to the restroom and, you know, I can't leave my, my, my laptop, you know, just out. It's like, yeah, so, you know, we're going to have to figure that out, right? I mean, don't stay, you don't have to stay for hours. We're talking, you know, 30 minutes at, at a particular location. So, you know, take care of all that stuff. Um, because the more excuses that you make for yourself and why you cannot do something, the less likely you'll be in real estate in two years. Now, that's not a threat. All I'm saying is this industry is changing and it's changing rapidly because how consumers consume any product has changed. Our minds work differently than they did even three years ago. And so we are used to buying everything online. We are used to a digital relationship. So, and you are in a people business. So that means that one, but we are addicted to our coffee. We are addicted to going out to eat. The average American goes out three times a week. So if you're there at the places that we do when we leave, where we go, and you've got something like, and I'm actually going to make up a bunch of these guys. So if you're a power agent, you're going to get a sticker. Um, but because <laughs> I'm tired of telling you and you guys not doing it. So I'm just going to do it for you. Um, brings a whole new meaning to marketing done for you. Uh, <laughs> but you can say something like, ask me anything, you know, because <laughs> that could be fun, right? It's like, what's your favorite color? I mean, it wouldn't have to be real estate related, but it starts, <laughs> but it starts a conversation. So um, next is, you know, do you know what I know? And then have your brokerage logo here. Now the stickers I'm making are going to say, uh, they're going to have a cute little yellow house, you know, one of the little house logos. Um, and it, it's going to say, got real estate questions. It's going to be written out and then have the three questions. And it's going to be, uh, I think it's five inches by three, two and a half inches. So it'll be long and you're going to put it at the top of your laptop on the back side. Make sure, I don't know if Kelly's on right now, but make sure that um, you put it on from the back of the laptop so that it's facing the right side up. Because if you close your lid and put it on so you can read it, it's upside down to everybody else. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, it's a problem. Um, and then down here, I said, how much is your home worth? Ask me. And so how that might be, you know, a good one or Tom, you know, whoever, Jerry, any of you could do another sticker that's asked that question. Um, <laughs> so, um so one of, you bring up a good point, Kelly. So what I'm doing is um, uh, uh, I need white stickers. So that's exactly what I'm doing because it was interesting. Um, uh, I saw a laptop with a Power Agent sticker. Do I have one handy without like totally causing a avalanche? So uh, this is how I get the Power Agent stickers. All right. So they all they're coming a sheet. Um, and so the, um, they're clear though. And so now I'm making these white and they're going to have a yellow border around them to draw your eye. So yeah, see, um, <laughs> um, I, I knew that you guys were going, going black on your laptops and now my new one is black. 
So uh, I totally hear you. So this is going to be white with a yellow border and it's going to say got real estate questions. And it will be hopefully big enough that, you know, from, you know, 20, 30 feet away, people will see that and go, oh, hey, I was wondering. Right. So immediately what you're doing is you're starting to at the top of the funnel to start a conversation you would normally not have. OK, so ultimately it's a step in the right direction. OK, so we're going to get those out to I'm just ordering them now, so don't get too excited. I don't remember how long it takes, but hopefully they'll be here soon. Um, all right, so across here is buyers, sellers, area info, about, and join. So this is, and this is what this says here, is your website. This is the type of information that you should have as your core website content. So when we're, we're going to walk through some really important components, but the what your website is one of them. So, and then uh, we talk about Facebook, your personal page, your business page. And then along the side here, it's first finding you, right? So these are all the different ways they find you. The next one is learn more. So they're going to want to learn more about you. And one of the big issues that, that I've seen, um, I know some people would disagree, but what I've seen with Facebook lead ads, that's where you create an ad and then you, you, you promise something. You click on download now and then Facebook basically, then you have to fill in information and then that feeds into um, your email campaign and then they can download whatever it is that you promise them, content of value, whether it's tips or or uh, what, the, you know, the home uh, homes available in between 350 and 400K as an example. I haven't seen those work very well anymore. They had their moment last year in 2017 and even in 2016. But for real estate in particular, people want to check you out. Most of those ads don't send anybody to the website. And what, so what we're having, especially after the recent Facebook issues with sharing your information, what that has done is not, trust me, Google's got more information on you than Facebook does, or they're exactly the same, right? It's just Facebook, unfortunately got caught in this situation. So um, the bottom line is that when you're thinking about how you work with someone, you've got to have a digital presence. You've got to have some place for them to go check you out because now we're building up suspicion of this, <laughs> this digital media. We're realizing that information's being held, uh, you know, captured. Um, and a lot of us don't care, you know, realistically, it's like, well, you know, as long as you're not putting your credit card number on uh, a Facebook message, uh, you're okay. Uh, that's one of the reasons why I provided the ability for you to update your credit card information on the Power Words Power Profit site, rather than you trying to tell me what it is, because that's that if you try to send me a, a PDF is probably the safest way to capture your credit card information and email the PDF but everything else is decipherable instantaneously. So do not put your credit card in an email or especially don't put it in any sort of um, Facebook messaging, another apps message tool. So um, <laughs> Judy said black is the new white. My new laptop is black too. Um, so, so then we, once we've gotten that credibility and they've given us their information, then we nurture them. All right. And, and email is still the number one 
uh, way that people want to be reached. It's because they can consume it. Yes, it is. Um, and yeah, it's under real estate lead generation. It's the third module. Um, if you can't find it, let me know and I'll find it for you. I'm pretty sure it's under there. <laughs> um, I remember when I created it, so I'm pretty sure it's on there. Um, I just don't remember which module it's in. It might be on the very first one. Um, so, so nurture is important and that's where you have content of value. Okay. So content of value, Kelly, um, was going to a women's group networking meeting and she said, they told me I can hand something out and, um, I don't want to hand out my business cards. Do you have any idea? So I dropped into Canva and I, I created this. I, I was like, well, we have to have something interesting that the people are going to keep. Right. Because people don't keep stuff like, you know, look, well, I keep well, dog hair. Um, uh, I keep these business cards because I find them entertaining um, how similar they all are. You know, this one's completely black. You can't write on it because it's glossy um, and it's and it, it's got really small print. Maybe my eyes are going. Um, but <laughs> but the biggest print is actually a fax number. And then uh, it's really hard because it's red text on black to read uh, where the website is. So if you look at that, I mean, it looks bigger because I'm I'm holding it up to you. But I mean, from a size perspective, this this card you can see your name, but that's about it. And then um, everybody else has their beautiful headshot on there. Giving away these is is not of value. Okay. So the cool thing, because. Kelly implemented the suggestion, is um, I found a baseball schedule. Tom, you might want to do this too and hand them out when next time you go to a baseball game because today is opening day. Um, but this is a baseball schedule. Here's beautiful Kelly. We love Kelly. And she's handing you the keys. <laughs> see if you can see that. See how happy she is? And yes, she is blurry in this and that's on purpose. The keys are in focus. And it says Kelly Agarud, her name. And then helping you navigate the Seattle real estate scene. Let's talk about your real estate options. Send me a text or call me at, and then her brokerage logo. So on the back is big old nothing, which is perfect. First of all, it's cheaper to print if you're doing that. Oop, my camera is freaking out. There we go. Uh, <laughs> it's like, what do you want me to focus on? The postcard or your face? Um, <laughs> so, so on the back, it's a nice matte finish. So Kelly can write on it, um, give me a call, I know an electrician, and or text me, I know an electrician. And it's a different version of the resource card, which is under the branding, um, marketing quick start section, which is module two, which talks about creating resource cards, not business cards. And it's just a different way to, um, to use your business card. So if you notice on the backs of each of these, Text, text, real estate made easy. Nice try. Woo! Uh, photo, uh, more glossy print stuff. Lots of words. More words bragging all in uppercase. And tiny print, uh, glossy. So, what am I going to do with that aside for collect them and tell them to tell you that these are bad examples? Um, 
I think my stack's getting pretty big, to be honest with you. So, so the beauty of this, this now, when you're meeting people, you want to have a leave behind. When you go to the, a, a, a cafe or or a coffee shop and you're having a sip of coffee, put out the put a stack of these. Kelly, you could do this. Put a stack of these out on the other side of your laptop, and people will see. It says 2018 schedule, and it's like, what's that a schedule of? It's like, oh yeah, that's the baseball schedule for the rest of the year. And it's like, oh, that's really cool. May I take one? Certainly, go ahead. So wherever you go, this is a great idea. You know, you can also do notepads, and which you can also leave behind. But you know, if Kelly felt like it, she could take these, and I'm not a door knocking person, but she could take these around and put them in mailboxes or um, you know, tuck them into a door, which reminds me somebody stuck something in my gate. Um, and the whole idea here is that it's something that people will keep, especially if you love baseball. Another thing you could do is, you know, the calendar, which this template is on Power Words, Power Profit, again, under real estate lead generation. Um, it also is probably under attracting sellers. Uh, and attracting buyers. So I try to put them, sometimes you'll see the same piece in different sections because it can apply to either one. And I didn't want you to miss out on one because I didn't put it there. So the idea here is that you've got, you know, a calendar of events, what's actually happening in the area. And then you can either roll it up and drop it into the mailbox because your brand is up here, your tagline, your information and everything. And, um, or you can uh, mail it. In an envelope. Now, here's something interesting. You know how we usually, I don't see one, um, how we usually mail stuff in um, like a legal letter or a, sorry, envelope. <laughs> Thanks, Kelly. Um, uh, or, you know, just a regular white envelope. I have found if you use a, and I know they're a little bit more expensive and you can't buy them in bulk, but if you buy an envelope that's um, cream colored, People will open it because they think it's a legal document or um, something that's that's pertinent to them. A white envelope, because they're cheaper, um, people are like, yeah, that's just a state farm always tries to solicit me. And their stuff is in a white envelope. And then they put their logo on it. <laughs> kind of a dead giveaway for why I wouldn't open it because it has the agent's name on it and everything. You don't need to do a return address necessarily, but you do want to put this in a nice envelope, fold it up properly, and, and that way they have something of value. Um, you know, Tom has uh, this uh, notepad that he's using. It has his um, the brokerage and then his tagline up here. Actually, he says, is now the time to talk about real estate options. Send me a text or give me a call. And it's Tom's information. And it's another great way to do things in to, to create visibility. One of the reasons um, I believe that... Uh, you're not seeing the listings maybe that you used to is one people don't know that you're around and two the people that they do know around are posting billboards and they can afford ads and they're getting backed by companies like PayPal um, the, these companies are getting financial backing and unfortunately you're not so that means that you've got to got to put together a marketing strategy that keeps you visible as the human contact and what makes you different what makes you personal what makes you <laughs> simple works yes um uh what makes you human right because 
I know that each and every one of you believes that people want to do business with people. That's less and less the case. And so um, because you're seen, uh, real estate agents are seen as a necessary evil. I hate to tell you that, but it's true. Um, you know, it's, it's a matter of how can I avoid dealing with another person? I work all day. I deal with people then. I do not want to deal with a real estate agent. And you guys know that there's people out there who... Um, maybe don't stay up with compliance and pro maybe not know the processes as well as they should. So, you know, everybody I know has had a bad experience with another realtor. Well, we have, we as consumers, as homeowners, have the same thing. So that's one of the other reasons why uh, the electronic or digital way of selling a home is becoming more attractive. So that means you, as, a, as the human version, uh, have to step up and add value because they're just promoting price, right? And they will win on price, by the way, as someone who's selling her home. Um, they will win on price. And so one of the things that that you have to do is help educate them because Homey and OfferPad and um, you know any of those two self-service or cash buyers are not doing anything to really help you out unless you go to their website. And then on their website, they're really good at educating you on the process and their their marketing is crisp and it's simple and it's easy to understand. Is yours? What does your website look like? Is it just a bunch of homes for sale? You know, an IDX of, of uh, oh, I have a home search on my page. Well, good for you. <laughs> That's no longer a differentiator. And And here's the other stat that I find fascinating and sad at the same time. And this is an education thing. Most consumers don't know that real estate agents have MLS searches on their site. They, they don't even know because they don't know that you have a website. Now, why would that be? <laughs> Jerry, we can always improve, right? I mean, then that's the thing. You know, I know a, a lot of you get frustrated, but it's, it, the website is, is progressive. I've I've had I forget how many websites I've had, but um, I constantly am changing power words. You know, you'll notice when you go to the homepage, I've already changed it. I've changed up the wording. It's it's fun to do. First of all, it's cool. Thank you, Jerry. Um, but it's it's about evolving. And so don't beat yourself up if you're thinking, oh my God, I've got so much to do now with this whole. You know, how do I stand out in my marketing? Um, yeah, you do have a lot to do, but we all do. But as long as you're making, you know, 1%, think about one thing you could do this week a little bit differently. Show up at a cafe three times this week. That'd be good. You know, keep that consistent. Build that as a habit. And then in a couple weeks, add something else. You know, make sure that you post your Facebook posts every day. You know, at least five days a week. Um, and then what I did is I found this in my Real Simple magazine, and it, it basically says how to move without losing it. This would be a really handy, and it's got cute little graphics. Um, notice the yellow. Notice how yellow stands out in this. Um, so the idea here would be that that you take something like this and, and you keep, keep it simple, right? So I don't like how big these paragraphs are. I would have broken them up. But the whole idea is there's six little tips and you, they're short enough that you can read them. And that's exactly the kind of thing that you want to do on your website. Um, and then there's um, uh, promo sheets 
where notice if you're going to do something like this, and I created this for Nancy, um, that there's it's a bulleted list here. It's small paragraphs for the most part, and then a bulleted list here, and then an image, and so it's it's broken up with these colorful um, blocks um, uh, and and then colorful text in the headers. So it's visually appealing. Okay, it's not overwhelming. And you can actually, when you create something like this, you can, just like with Power Words, Power Profit, you can put the image onto your website so people can see it. Now they might not be able to read it, so they click on it, and it either will enlarge or you can download it. You can do that with any WordPress site. So, again, what we're doing here is we're branding ourselves. We're making sure people know that we have content of value on our sites. And how are we doing that? We're going to use Facebook posts. So we're going to, to use a Facebook post to say, hey, I've got, you know, find out how to move without losing it. Homeowners, find out, or home buyers, both of them. Um, so you call them both out, right? That's another thing that from a marketing perspective you need to do is, is call out the people that you're focused on. Because if you don't, they just keep skimming in their newsfeed. But if you say homeowners and home buyers, you know, interested in learning how to move without losing it, totally get it. Click here and you'll get more information. Um, oh, I can't wait to see those. Uh, Kelly said that she did two Facebook Live sessions of videos yesterday. Now, the other thing is that I don't think most people understand is that um, people don't go to your your page usually, your business page. What happens is the your your page, your Facebook page, is where you it's your creation spot. It's also your um, folder, if you will, a folder of posts and videos and everything. So it's a, a repository of every day, your thoughts, your videos, and that type of thing. But where that information goes is into someone's newsfeed. So you want to do things that are creative and different. If you've noticed with the SOS Inc. marketing um, posts, I've been using pop art a lot more and then filling in the little word clouds. Um, and, and I know Facebook doesn't really care for words, even in posts, um, but if you see it and you think it's funny, then that's great. Or if it's, if I need to, I, it's not a lot of words, but usually it's something to get your attention. So another way to get attention, and I'm going to do this for uh, an open house that's happening this weekend. Uh, I'll be doing that today is, you know, uh, notice that how bright the yellow is, what a clean shot this is. And this is for an open house. So if you do a post like this and I use Canva, um, and I, um, I actually did a Facebook uh, intensive workshop here in Phoenix on Monday. And the whole idea behind it is to help you understand the tools that you can use. So I download or purchased this sunflower background um, from 123RF. 123R is in Richard, F is in Frank. And then I uploaded it to Canva and I uploaded this photo to Canva. And then I created this whole thing. You can put text and all that kind of stuff. And then you download the JPG, JPEG file um, that Canva you could create in Canva, which is to save it as a JPEG, and then upload it to Facebook as a photo. And now people have a really cool um, graphic in their newsfeed that draws the eye. You see how pretty that is? And I, you know, I have the smaller version here. That's that's Facebook post size. Okay, 
So, um, you know, these are ways that you can stand out because remember, if you don't, if you don't stand out, um, another agent's going to get the listing and considering how competitive it is now, uh, you want people to be able to find you easy, <coughs> easily. Oh, excuse me. <coughs> Still got those allergies going on guys. So that's that now. Somehow my email popped up in front of my, my notes. Um, all right, so we've talked about unique business cards. Now you don't have to do something. So this is a great leave behind. Um, and then uh, for your business cards, you can do something similar, but make sure that the back is matte, a matte white finish. And if you look at, it's somewhere here, here we are. Here's the business card uh, lesson or section. And if you look at here, it says, um, the backside says, I have a resource for you. And and leaves a couple of lines. And then underneath it is some logos. And it says, let's talk about your real estate options. So that's the back of your card. Um, and, you know, you can do an unusual size card. You don't have to do the, the standard um two by three or whatever it is, one and a half by two, two and three quarters. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Sorry. Um, but the whole idea is that um, you, it's a, it's a, it's a tool for taking notes. It's not supposed to be glossy and, and, and fancy and that kind of thing. It, it, it no longer is relevant for you to have glossy or your face, frankly, um, on a business card. If you're not going to do that, though, if you're not going to have your face, then um, then make sure that you have, first of all, not a black card, um, but also have something that's real estate-like, right? So keys, a house, some sort of a graphic there uh, instead of your face. Um, people can Google you um, and, and look you up on Facebook uh, immediately. So um, what's scary about that is a lot of you have very similar or have names that other people will show up for, so they won't necessarily know it's you, um, but they can they can find the information pretty easily online, so you don't need to use your photo on your business cards anymore, but I would suggest using some sort of an icon or graphic. So that gets us to photos, no headshots, um, working photos. Now, <laughs> Carol was part of um, the, uh, the Facebook intensive workshop that I did this week. And so, uh, somebody said, what do you mean by working photo? So she and I both, um, you know, I, po I was pointing to something and she and I both put our heads together and, and both smiled and, and that's a working photo. So it's you with another human being, preferably, um, because it shows what you, that you're doing something right. And that you actually are successful at it. And you can smile at the camera, you can be looking down, um, but the whole idea, you, but most importantly, you want to be showing somebody something, because what that does is it puts you in the position of authority. If you're both just sitting there, um, then it doesn't work as well. <laughs> Nobody knows what you're doing. It's like, oh, you're having a cocktail or, you know, having lunch, so what, what does that mean? But if you're showing somebody something, so if you can grab uh, an appraiser, and say, hey, can we take a quick picture, um, you know, of the two of us, and you'd be showing me the report, uh, that's great. Now, that's one of the reasons why I've got a couple of my tripods. I obviously have my uh, my big one, well, not my big one, my medium-sized one is holding up my phone, but this little guy 
is pretty cool because you can bend his legs and stuff and you can wrap him around fences and do all sorts of cool stuff so that he can, you know, balance on things. So he's really cool and flexible. And then he's got a pin here where you can you move it back and forth and all that kind of stuff. But this is really handy to have um, and it fits pretty easily into things. And then, and then of course, there's the selfie stick, right? Which um, has the, the flexibility of, um, you know, putting your phone in this way. Uh, you, you know, you can tilt it up, you can tilt it down, and then this extends, okay? So, and then this is also a tripod as well. Um, and so, any of these tools, you should be keep, keep with you all the time. It should be in your car. Um, and that way, when you have an opportunity to take a photo, because these all come with um, remotes. And by the way, you only need one remote. It's syncing to your phone, not to the tripod. So I know somebody was asking me that, and I'm like, no, it's syncing to your phone. So you can use it on any tripod. So um, the beauty of that is, is that you're going to take a lot more pictures. I don't care where you are. Take a picture or run the video and say, hey, we're having Easter brunch at wherever it is. Um, you know, just wanted to say happy Easter to everybody and, uh, you know, have, have a great day. And uh, when, when, uh, when, when you're finished with Easter, be sure to hop on over to my website at, get it, hop on over, uh, hop on over uh, and uh, to my excellent, excellent, <laughs> more Easter jokes. Um, you only got a certain bandwidth to have these really bad puns. So I'm sure that, that Tom will take advantage of them. Um, but the whole idea here is, is to be cute, funny, and entertaining. Okay. Because that's what people are looking for and that makes you approachable. If you're dead serious and you're nervous, um, people don't want to work with somebody who's nervous, right? So they, you know, so, so if you, you know, um, Judy, for instance, if you grabbed your son and said, you know, hold the camera, I'm going to talk to you about, um, you know, the, the best um, golf courses in, in Ahwatukee area. Um, or I'm going to talk to you about the great brunches at the golf course restaurants. And so you have someone on the other side of the camera that you're comfortable talking with. That can help a lot with stage fright. Um, but the important thing here is that that makes you different, right? So homeowners, so Tom is actually really good at, at using the listing consultation slides and um, following through with the open house signs and, and that type of thing. And what he does is he brings those to the listing and says, these are the types of things that I will do to market your home. And the, um, the whole idea behind that is that that differentiates him from all the other real, real estate agents that are vying for that listing. Does that make sense? If you just show up, or worse yet, <laughs> let's try not to drop all of these. So, see these? I got 15 of these stupid things. I can't show them to you all, but you get the idea. 15 of these in three days worth of mail. Do you think postcards work for real estate agents? No. Not when I get this many. So, and like most of them are real estate, by the way. Uh, people are trying different profiles now. Uh, here's another one. Now, this is, this, she had the football schedule, but frankly, this is a little too big. 
it's not like you can stick it in your pocket or or use it as a bookmark or anything. It's it's a little bit big. Whereas Kelly's is you know a cute little four by six size, uh, almost square. Whatever fits right fits the schedule, makes it readable, but isn't too much bigger than that. Um, and then of course there's the usual. Here's a photo of a house. Here's a bunch of text about me. This is one of my favorites now. Um, this is actually a lender. Lots of text. And look, hey, more text. All right, no value proposition. It says maximize the profit on your for sale by owner home. What am I supposed to do with that? I mean, you're not telling me anything about what I need to do. You know, now he does say contact me today for $500 off of your appraisal. That's about the amount of appraisal. So when you purchase your next home. Oh, when you purchase your next home. So, um, yeah, so this, this, you know, this stuff, okay, here's a big calendar, but it's on black. So you can't really read it very easily. So the right, you know, this stuff is expensive and you are only going to reach maybe 250 homes and that's going to cost you. And if you took, if you say each one costs a dollar. So if you took $250 and reached out to your market on Facebook so that you reached enough people. So if you took um, $25 a day or $40 a day times six days, you would reach probably, and I'm just guessing off the top of my head, 20 to 30,000 people at least. And so the idea here is, is that you're gonna, where are people? Are they in their mailboxes? Don't you think that I stand next to my recycle bin and go, nope, 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 nope. Yeah, that's exactly what I do. The only reason I kept these is for you guys. And so I think I'm going to stop collecting them because I think I have enough now. Uh, <laughs> so the, the whole idea is that people are on Facebook all the time. And, and they're going to see you in their news feed if you do ads. But your ads better be good ads. They better be entertaining ads. They better be, you know, um, too much text on this one, but um, they better be, uh, do I have that? I had something, oh yeah, I do. So you don't wanna be, now this would be fun. You could do this, but woo. Um, but you'd wanna have something like, are you tired of hearing from realtors? You know, and that would be in your ad text. And then you'd have an image like this, because this is gonna draw attention. Why is she yawning? Because most of the stuff that realtors talk about is boring, you know, bored with your home details. You can do something like this, you know, either this cartoon or this cartoon. Do things that um, are entertaining and fun. Now, again, the more text that you have on a Facebook ad and even on a post um, and where the photo goes, the less reach you're going to get, the less people you're going to reach. That's what reach means. You're going to reach, that's how many people you actually showed up in their newsfeed. So, um, you know, another, uh, so the reason why um, Elizabeth Banks, uh, you know, the, the realtor.com ads are so popular or were so popular, I guess they're still running, um, but not all of them, is that they're they're entertaining. This guy's dreaming about his ideal home. He's got his barbecue ribs, his beer. He's in a hot tub. He's got a beautiful woman here with a puppy. And, and life is really good. And then this one with the dream closet, and she's playing the harp, and they're both being massaged, which is, is kind of creepy, but, but 
it draws the eye and it's entertaining and it's funny. Okay. People have enough serious stuff going on in their lives that you, your job is to entertain them. Um, so let's see, we have a couple of comments right now. Um, it really helps to show sellers how we are going to make their home, uh, yep, their homes in the listing consultation. Yes. So, so how are you going to market your home? Sorry. Um, so exactly. Um, if you don't do that, if all you, well, in, in one of the slides that I've seen in a listing consultation deck, it, it says, well, we're going to do, we're going to list you on the MLS. You know, it's going to be, um, you know, it's going to be syndicated across everything. And it's like, so, so far you haven't said anything unique about you. Um, you know, I'm going to do the little roll flyer thing out there so that, you know, you, they basically can find out everything about your home and not call either one of us. Um, why would you do that? Uh, you never want to, you want to be careful. So even with landing pages, if you look at any landing pages I create for listings, it's enough information to go, here's three or four pictures, but you know, you're not letting the cat out of the bag. So again, when you're trying to persuade someone to sell their home, it's not so much sell their home as sell their home with you. It's not, I don't believe that there aren't enough homes out there for sale, I think people are trying to figure out who do they sell through? What mechanism do they use? And, and if they know a realtor, they may say, oh, well, I don't really want to use them, but I don't know anyone else. I don't trust anyone else. The reason why referrals are so popular is because nobody trusts you to tell them the truth. So that's why you have to have a website. And that's why you have to continually, you know, at least two or three posts a week, point to something of value on your website, whether it's home improvement tips, whether it's um, a search for particular homes, um, you know, what's going on in, in, your, in your area. Um, but the whole focus has to be on you building credibility and trust. So if, as these digital competitors come on the market, uh, they're going to be appealing if you guys aren't marketing yourselves. And, and again, that's going to require a budget that you're not used to spending. So um, that's really uh, important. Now, um, where's the best place for cartoon graphics? Okay, so I, again, um, all of the, um, so a couple things. Um, for the pop art type of graphic that I did and cartoon graphics, by the way, because they're really one, two, three RF is really um, the most reasonable and has over a, a million photos. I would not use Canva. I have not had good luck uh, with uh, Canva photos from a resolution perspective. Um, so I, I wouldn't buy their photos. I would go to one, two, three RF Richard Frank and you can type in anything you want. So you could say cartoon, pop art, uh, and then say uh, woman surprised or um, group of people taking selfie. And it will bring up all those photos um, and all those graphics. They do vector graphics as well as photos, which is what the drawings are. However, in this example, you can use these because you've kept the authors, usually there you'll see a signature on here. If you don't see a signature on it, you can't use it uh, unless you buy it. 
So with 123RF, um, you get 39 photos for $40 or the other way around, 40 photos for $39, 40 credits. And with 123RF, it's really important you guys note that you just need the one credit version. It defaults to, I think, a three credit. Sneaky. Uh, but you only need the one credit. Just one credit. So they're a dollar a photo, which is the cheapest way you can find them. Now, if you're going to use that photo like on your business cards or, you know, someplace where you can, you're buying an, uh, one type of media when you buy one. Um, you know, there's an extended warrant or extended license and those tend to be more expensive. Uh, so, you know, in general, that works for what you're trying to do. But with these, as long as you include um, who's, who's the artist up here and down here, you can use them in Facebook posts. You cannot use them on print media, though. So, um, but for Facebook posts, which I'm assuming that's what you're asking, John, uh, you, could, you could definitely, if you copy again, you have to give credit to the artist. Now, um, have you used them? They're great. Okay. So, um, you know, that, that ultimately is, is part of you showing personality and being approachable. Remember that people, um, that we all trust imperfect people. So videos, Facebook live, I cannot emphasize those enough. Um, you, you really have to get in front of the camera and you really have to be posting like for instance, um, when Tom, Tom did a video at the Tempe Arts Festival here, and I think it's, it, was, it was at 414 reach, um, which is, um, I think, 30% of the people who uh, like that page, um, which is phenomenal. And um, a, a picture of Carol uh, at a restaurant or a cafe, um, it was in the 200s or 300s. Um, so you, your photos at places resonate both with Facebook and with the newsfeed to say, Hey, hey where, where's Carol at? You know, and then there's some commentary about, you know, favorite things to eat at that restaurant. And that starts the conversation with other people going, Oh, I've been there. I tried there, whatever. And, you know, it was awesome. Uh, or, you know, we had great service, but the food wasn't great. Whatever they want to say, it's that's what you want. You want engagement, right? And so as the people that you know that are part of your news feed get to seeing more of you, they remember what you do for a job. And frankly, we're all too busy to remember what most people do for work. And so, or we're talking about other things. We're not talking about work. And I know that people, I've heard agents say, oh, well, you know, people are really tired of seeing my, you know, or I think people will get tired of me talking about real estate. And it's like, you shouldn't be talking about real estate all the time, right? Because in your, in your, in your um, post at the top, it says who you are. So when you see a post from me, it says SOS Inc. Marketing, that's a pretty good reminder that you shouldn't necessarily be posting all about real estate. Here's an open house. Here's what, you know, you know, do you know what your home is worth? You know, da, 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 da. There's no value there unless you build rapport and have posts and ads that, that are, you know, have content of value, whether it's a calendar, a schedule, whatever it is. It's about helping other people first, giving to get. 
So that's really important. Now, the get part of that is to get an email. I'll take a look at that later, Jean. Um, so the what what if you go to um, Phoenix AZ area homes for sale? I hope I got that right. I don't think I did. I think there's a real estate in there too. Um, <laughs> Tom, you can type it and you say it all the time. Um, but if you go there and you sit for, I think we have it set for 30 seconds or 60 seconds, you can decide when your pop-up window comes up in WordPress and it's a product called Opt-in Monster. And, and so, you know, person can be looking, you know, reading the article and stuff. And then after they've, you know, they've started to get into the article, there will be a pop-up that says, would you like more buying tips or would you like more home ownership selling tips? And you can click right out of it immediately and totally ignore it. And it won't show up again. It's not forcing you to do anything. It's just saying, hey, you're here. That means you're interested in this information. Would you like more? And then that information then goes into um, uh, the site's CRM, which then is connected to the email automation. So, you know, Judy, I have to show this again. From the freezer to the oven to the table. <laughs> Not sure why we have a fourth one down there, but this is Corningware. Um, and the whole idea is that you're capturing them after you give them something. Phoenix AZ area homes for sale. I was right. Um, <laughs> I thought there was a real estate in there. Um, so email, uh, emailing content of value, your, your email automation campaign should not be needy. Hey, are you looking for an agent? Uh, you know, let me know if there's anything I can do to help. You know, I have access to the MLS and I can help you with all these tips. And there's one of these postcards says all that stuff. And it just sounds desperate. And so that type of marketing that's still going out today is what's causing homeowners to not call you. It's, it's almost used car salesman-like. There's a group of people out there who are being educated by brokers who and brokerages who are old school. And so... They still think postcards work. They don't have the, oh, you don't need a business page. Well, you can't advertise without a Facebook business page. So a personal page is only going to reach 10% of your audience unless you're really entertaining and compelling and people like your posts. So there's a bunch of uneducated people out there trying to, to and they're hurting the industry. So that's the reason why I want to help you because they're they're hurting the industry and I'm trying to pull you guys out of the 1990s, early 2000s and say, this is the way we do things today. It's all digital. Uh, even the Phoenix Symphony is 100% digital. Within five years, they used to be all print and they've increased, they've more than doubled their membership as a result of reaching people where they are. Okay, you wouldn't go, you know, look someplace else for people. You look for where they are. So the other important element of this that, that Tom just uh, made me think of is um, <laughs> um, is that uh, that's Hal's too. It's not just Tom's. Um, but but the other important element is that you have to touch a stranger. You have to interact with them seven to ten times before they're going to take any action. Ninety percent of salespeople, you guys are salespeople, um, quit after three, three or four. Well, they're not interested, or I can't afford anymore. 
If you can't afford to market, you're in the wrong industry moving forward. You're going to have to put aside money to market. All right. And that means not just once, not just twice, seven to 10 times. Now, not everything costs money. So Facebook doesn't cost money if you're doing a post, um, but it does cost money if you're doing an ad where you can get more reach. So you're going to have to be able to afford ads. Um, you um, can make phone calls. You can use slide dial or slide broadcast if you have phone numbers. Um, the whole idea behind having a website is that you give them content of value. You have a pop-up that offers them more content of value, not that you want to reach out to them, all right? Because that pop-up should not say, would you like to make an appointment? Would you like to talk with me? But it can casually say, would you like more marketing tips? And if you haven't, if they generate any questions, then let us know. We'd be happy to help. All right. So not the pushy stuff. Okay. Um, and so that's how you build this rapport. And I know it gets frustrating because it takes time. And that's why you have to start now because this, this, people aren't selling homes. Um, this whole thing is, is, has to have you involved in it. And you have to be marketing and adding value along the, the, the path. And they have to see you consistently in Facebook in order for them to remember that's a trusted face. I'm thinking of selling my home. I'm going to call him or her. Okay. So ultimately, it's about how do you stand out, making sure people know of your brand and what you do. So... Um, uh, yes, you can. <laughs> you can watch it right here on this Facebook page, Fran, uh, under videos. Okay, guys, we are over the, over our time. Um, so that's how you're going to get those next five listings. The number one thing I want you to take away here is that if you're busy right now, you're doing most likely the number one thing that will kill your business. You're stop, you've stopped marketing. Okay, so it's one of the reasons why people hire me is to do their marketing for them. And that way they know their marketing is consistent and they know that someone's watching over it while they're doing transactions. So it's a great partnership. It's a great value. But if you're going to hire someone, make sure that they know what they're doing. If they don't have a marketing background, don't hire a real estate agent. Hire a marketer. <laughs> and, and if you want, I'll screen them for you. Um, but, but if you need help, that's the best way to go. And so, um, you know, that, that ultimately, or you, you dedicate time, you time block. So Tom and I were talking about this. You time block <clears throat> that on Mondays, that's your day to market. You spend two or three hours, you know, scheduling your Facebook posts. You spend two or three hours doing your Facebook ads and scheduling those. And you, um, now you're all set with that. That's great. Um, make sure that your emails are running. Make sure that you touch base with anybody who's into your, in your, um, in your newsfeed making comments. And, and that's where you do your stuff. Okay. But, but, and you can schedule ahead all of this stuff. So there's no reason not to do it when you have, you know, if you're sitting in an open house, for instance. Okay. So hopefully you found that helpful. I'm sure that I have more tips. I always run out of time. So you guys take care. Happy Easter. I hope everyone's going to enjoy family and friends this weekend. And we will see you next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern. Take care. Bye-bye.